guys, <coughs> sorry about that. Hey, Davey is here, back with another review for you guys this week. Um, I know it's been a while since I've done one, but I've got a lot of them stacked up that I want to do, and so I'm back today with this one. Today, I will be reviewing the 2009 anime Eleven Eyes. Um, yeah, Eleven Eyes. Um, first of all, hope everybody's having a great day and having a great Monday, wherever you are. Um, yeah, my day's been pretty good so far. Um, yeah, been great so far. Can't complain. Um, so yeah, I should get right into it. Um, Eleven Eyes. Eleven Eyes is an anime that I have been trying to complete for a few years now. Um, years ago, I downloaded some episodes off of a torrent site somewhere, watched like one or two, never went back to it. Um, it's been on my backlog now for a while. I started watching it again. Again, I dropped it. In hindsight, I see why. I should have never finished it. But, you know, you can't tell the future. So, um, I went back to it finally. I said, okay, I'm doing these reviews now. Let's finish it. So, I finished it yesterday. And here we are now. Um, Eleven Eyes. Eleven Eyes is sort of... Sort of fantasy, sort of science, more science fiction type anime. It fall, it's kind of on the same lines as shows like Chaos um, Head, um, Chaos Child, those type of shows. Those like, you know, science fiction, time travel, other world portal types of things. Those type of shows. It's just not very good. Just like those shows aren't good, this one also isn't good. It's not bad, but it's definitely not good. Um, I have notes down on my phone, because that's what you do now. Um, so yeah. Um, I have the character, main characters here. The main characters are, um, Miss Suzu. Um, she's one of the students at the school, because Never Eyes takes place at a school setting, um, with uniforms. Granted, uniforms do look amazing, by the way. But it takes place at the school, and each main character is a student at the school, and the circumstances kind of bring them together, and rather they're actually connected in some weird way. So there's Misuzu, there is um, Yukiko, who's kind of like a studious type. There is Kakaru, who is the main character, he's the main the main male character, and he's sort of the middle, or like, what I'm trying to say, everything everything revolves around him, what I'm trying to say. He has this really weird eye patch, that if you look at the anime wrong, it creeps you out, because it looks very pulsy-like, I don't know, it's strange. Um, yes, there's Yuka. Also, Yuka is, she's sort of in love with him in this odd sort of way. And their relationship gets stranger as the show goes on. Um, there's so many characters that are not really needed. There's Takahisha. He's the typical rebel. Um, he was an orphan at one point. He gets saved by one of these teachers at the school who was also like a gang member at one point. Now she rescued him. She's sort of like his mother figure and she works at the school also. He's just a typical bad boy. That's sort of his role in the show. 
Then there is Kukuri, who is, she's a mute, as she doesn't talk. She um just writes everything down on the board and just shows it to you and reads it that way. And um that's sort of her role. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they said that she was um Kakaru's sister at one point. But I'm not sure how that worked out. But um yeah. And the last character is Psycho. Psycho is the teacher who took care of Takahisha. Um, okay, so that got those out of the way now. Um, there's this thing that happens in the town, and it's called the Red Knight, where this, like, earthquake happens at night, and this portal opens up, and the students are entrapped in this Red Knight. It's literally red. There's a red moon, and all this kind of gloomy red, like... The only way I can describe it is, is like, how they show, like, hail in anime and stuff. It's that. Um, but there, there are this group of knights. They're called the Black Knights. And they're kind of trying to destroy the kids. And you don't know why. Each kid has some powers that they can do. When Kakaru removes his eye patch, he has two different color eyes. The one above the patch is yellow. His other eye is blue. The yellow eye has these powers where he can like radiate things and all kind of crazy stuff. Um later on you find out um well first each character is kind of brought together because they each know about the Red Knight and each can go into the Red Knight. Which is how they're connected. Um each one kind of has powers. They kind of bring back each power with each other and kind of tell each other about what's going on. You could like that she's in love with Kakaru, but then at certain points she's more infatuated and in love with him. It's this like fan servicey, let's make out kind of thing they have going on, which you get a lot of that too. There's there's more than a couple of scenes in Eleven Eyes that make you wonder what they were trying to do. In fact, there's one scene that's blatant in what's going on. They even tell you what's going on. Um. Yeah, so there's, I know there's at least three of those scenes that are just, eh, they could have avoided those. Um, but yeah, so once you find out about the Red Knight and what's going on, the basis of the story then is just each, each of them trying to figure out how to stop the Black Knights and how to stop the Red Knight from happening. Um, so we do that for, I mean, six episodes, six or seven, where it's just them fighting the Black Knights, Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Around episode 9, because that's where I started back there, at 9. Episode 9, um, one of the characters dies. They're, they're the first one. It's a female character, and they're the first one to die. Um, that's sort of the first big shocker in the series. Because before then, everybody was just fighting. Fighting and coming back from the Red Knight. But she dies, and the fact that she dies because she wasn't expected to die, kind of puts other things in motions, and one of the characters goes kind of haywire, and starts to kind of destroy the world they're living in. Now, granted, these type of shows, the plots tend to be very thin at best, but you would think with it being only 12 episodes, they would try their best to, you know, give you as much story as they could, but no, 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 no. What we decided to do was... 
in episodes 10 through 12, the last three episodes, to just start throwing out these just like random facts and characters and it was bizarre because we introduced a new female character who's actually in a roundabout way related to one of the other characters and you find that they're actually in the same clan and family bloodline so we do that and then she ended up helping them in the end she was first she was the big bad leader of the black knights and now she's their savior um you find out that Kakaru's sister was actually dead. Um, I don't even remember them even saying that, um, can't remember the name now, but that the one who was mute, that she was even his sister at any point in time. But now, apparently she was, and she's dead, and she wasn't even real. She's been with them since, like, episode three, and she was a ghost the whole time, and nobody knew it. Um... And then we get to expanding some more, and they get to explaining how in this world she was dead. The sister in this world joined up with a sister in another world to kill that sister because they, they tell them about these fragments. Each character has a fragment inside of them. There are seven fragments. Each character has a fragment. So this sister in world A joined up with sister in world B to kill her fragment, which in turn made this sister not have a fragment, but it was a sister in the world C that killed that fragment. It was it was ridiculous and it was stupid. Like it was like it was like somebody was sitting in the room and they said, Okay, we have three episodes left. What can we throw at the wall and let's see what sticks? They were just like they were like sister A and B, boom, boom, sister C Bam! And it was it was it was so stupid, and it was I was watching that was like, can I finish this, please? I wasn't sure I was gonna make it. This review was almost of episode one through eleven. Almost didn't get to twelve. I'm just gonna be completely honest. I almost didn't make it to twelve. So, um, they found about that. Kakaru attempts to kill himself because they give you this backstory about this young girl who was in love with this um, with this guy and they were going to run off together but um, he got separated from her and she got entrapped with all her power and they kind of locked her away so now that she's free which is part of the Red Knight she's free, Kakaru's eye which was supposed to be the only thing that could kill her, now is the only thing that can feel her power you know Storyline switch. Why not? So now, if she can get the eye, then she can't get her full power. So he figures, okay, let me just kill myself and I'll go from there. Kill myself and I'll die, but I'll protect everybody else. Okay, cool. Why not? But he attempts to kill himself. They stop him. So now he's just kind of incapacitated and he doesn't. He doesn't get the eye. But they found a way to kill her anyway. So she's dead now. Um, and then, so episode 12, from what I've read in the other comments, episode 12 is actually just an alternate ending to what apparently episode 10 or 11 was. The episode of him killing himself is actually the real ending to the show. It was, somebody said it was the, it was the eye showing him 
like what could really happen from the future or something. So that episode with him killing himself was a real ending. Episode twelve is just some filler stuff. Um, they what happens? Oh, episode twelve, yeah, everything goes back to normal towards the end. They're back in another world, and in this one, only him, Yuka, and Masato, I think, know each other. And the other characters don't know each other at all. Everybody's back to being alive. Um, anybody who died is back. And happily ever after. Um, yeah. That's 11 eyes. Um, to say that it's, that it's bad is an understatement. 11 eyes is a case of a 12 episode show that should have been 24 episodes. Granted, it may not have gotten any better. But they could have at least stretched out some of that story for another three or four episodes. Where we introduce some stuff about the, the separate sisters and how they got rid of the fragments. That could have been episode 12, 13, and 14. Instead of episode 11 completely. Um, the episodes about the family bloodline with other characters could have been uh, at least two episodes long. Instead, they just kind of crammed everything together and force fed you this information like 20 minutes of just boom 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 with no time to process what you're hearing and it just made you tune out the anime and just wish it was over um like i said again it's it's not terrible but it's it's far from good far from good um on my anime list i've seen grades as low as three and as high as six so, just to give you an idea of what people rate this show, it's it try it tried so hard to be different and edgy, and it just wasn't. <clears throat> like, excuse me. Like I said, there are some scenes in there that just aren't needed. Um, they're they're not even fan service scenes. They're just straight hentai scenes. Like, like there's fan service and then there's hentai. It's it's not even fan service. It's 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 just straight hentai um and it wasn't needed like that 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 level of edginess wasn't called for um but they did it anyway um the studio is um let, let me let me check the studio I, I forgot the studio because the studio has actually done a lot more animes and apparently they've made two of my favorites from the last few years. They did the anime Mon Girl, which was a short anime. It was one of those like five minute episode animes about girls who were manga. And they did anime from last season called Anime Yale about the cheerleaders. Um from from the little high school thing. And it was great also. So the studio isn't the studio is Donga Koba. So the studio isn't terribly animated. They're not great either because neither one of those shows are amazing shows, but they're really good. But Eleven Eyes was just, no. It's 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 a hard pass for me unless you just really, really, really enjoy psychological type of animes. Skip it. It's not dubbed, so you have to read every episode and for, and it's not worth it. It's honestly, it's honestly not worth it. Um... I would give it, I mean, a 4 out of 10. Character-wise, it's not. Character-wise, the characters are okay. I do really, really love the school uniforms. I plan on cosplaying one of those. Uniforms are, are, are great. But outside of that, it's just a bunch of 
fighting and random information to just be there. And it could have been so much more and it it failed horribly. So, um, yeah, that's basically it for my review. Uh, you know how I do these. I kind of just ramble on and give you random parts of it. Excuse me, I try not to spoil too much if you do decide to check it out. Um, I don't know who has a license to it, but I do believe it's on Crackle. And I want to say Tubi TV, and I think you can watch it on High Dive also. And Crunchyroll probably has it, because it, it's, it's kind of everywhere. So it should be easy to find if you want to check it out. Um, like I said, it is sub. It's 12 episodes. Um, so yeah, if you've seen Eleven Eyes, leave a comment below. Tell me what you think about it. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Or were you somewhere in the middle? Um, leave a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Either one is perfectly fine with me. Um, and yeah, so I will see you guys next time with another either review, bonus puppy, or bark. Not sure which one yet, so I just put all three of them out there. And so yeah, until next time, ma-ho-out.